Welcome to Balance Banter. I'm your host, Christy Langle, certified exercise physiologist, owner of ChristyLangle.com, and survivor of an all or nothing lifestyle. Whether you're a motivated career woman or a stay-at-home mom of four, I'll be there to support you in all things in balance. We'll talk mindset, workouts, nutrition, healthy habits, and more. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of Balance Banter. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you're notified for all future episodes. I'm bringing them to you bi-weekly, new information, all things to help you on your balance journey. So today I want to talk to you guys about eating real food to get real results. So this is a topic that I've been talking about a lot with the ladies in my balance community via my website and my forever balance coaching clients, my one-on-one clients working together. Um, This has been a huge topic that I've really been um, diving into with everybody. It's kind of near and dear to my heart from my own personal health and wellness journey. And I wanted to make sure I shared it with all of y'all. So what do I mean by real food equals real results? So currently I I did some research. Uh, There's no specific number. I don't think we'll ever have a real true number, but they say that over half, so like 51% of Americans, they want to lose weight. And about 26% of Americans are seriously, seriously trying to lose weight. You're doing all the things. You're uh, doing the workouts. You're watching what you eat, trying to make better choices, et cetera. And if you're listening today, you are likely one of those people. Um, but when we're, we're, when we're part of that 26% that's seriously trying to lose weight, the one of the biggest reasons that it's difficult is that we're super busy and that there's just so much information and so many different products out there. And a lot of these health um, food companies, they market to that. They market kind of to like overwhelm us and provide this like quick fix, like this is your answer. You have to eat this and, and whatnot. And a lot of times we think that we're making a healthy choice. We think that this is the right food that I should be eating to support my goals, so to say. Um, But a lot of these healthy, quote unquote, convenient foods or convenience foods that are readily available to us, how healthy are they really? Like, are they actually healthy or are they just trying to get you to buy it? Um, So, I've had a ton of people come to me uh, to work with me in the past, and they're like religiously tracking their calories. They're counting macros. Mathematically, these people that are coming to me should be losing weight, like the amount of calories they're taking in, the protein numbers, et cetera, et cetera. But when I start like looking into their food and their dietary recall, they end up like they're eating shit all day long, for lack of better words. Um, And I'm totally guilty of being one of these people back in my bodybuilding days. So 
I've talked about this in the past. Um, I went on and off with my bodybuilding career. Um, we all know that it was mostly due to um, trying to feel good enough and all those things. But when I was doing bodybuilding, I was good at it. But there were times where like my body would get stuck and it wouldn't make any sense um, hitting X amount of protein. I'm only eating this amount of calories, but I'm burning this much. And I now looking back, realized that I was utilizing a ton of like processed things like protein shakes and bars and all those kinds of like dietary foods, like super processed in order to hit these numbers to like keep my protein high, keep my fats down, keep my sugars down etc. And where that left me and where I'm noticing now that it's leaving a lot of people that come to work with me, um, when you're when you're utilizing your um, diet with strictly convenience health foods, you end up like with a, a leaky gut, lack of energy, that your, your body becomes overloaded with these chemicals and toxins and things like that. And like I said, mathematically, calorically, your body should be losing weight, but in turn, you're you're just not because at the end of the day, you're you're just taking in junk. Your your body cannot do anything with the quote unquote shit <laughs> that you're putting in it. So whether you're just starting out, whether like you're just starting on a fitness journey or a weight loss journey and you're starting to watch what you eat, or you're a total pro and like you're counting everything and you just don't understand why it's not working and you're finding yourself being stuck. I cannot stress enough that giving your body like actual real food, like from the ground, <laughs> is going to give your body the best results. That it's not always how much you're eating. We we totally always concentrate on how much we're eating, right? We've all heard it's calories in, calories out. But that's not necessarily true. A lot of times it is what you're actually eating. So your body's going to respond astronomically better if you stick to foods that are in their most natural state, meaning it does not have a nutrition label. So like your lean proteins, your meats, your fish, your organic fruits and vegetables, um, your whole grains. And if this thing does have a label that you're looking to eat, make sure you read the ingredients. So as I mentioned, this, this topic specifically is near and dear to my heart from my personal health and wellness journey. Um, I haven't touched on this yet on the podcast, um, but I definitely will. <laughs> um, I struggled with some chronic health um, concerns for about six years. Um, fast forward, it turned it out to be it turned out to be mold toxicity or mold illness. I know, wow! If you if you're just tuning into my whole life story, that's kind of a wow factor. I will recircle back to that. But on my journey, when I first started having having my struggles. Um, I started um, getting rashes and I was having difficulty breathing, like asthma symptoms and whatnot. And a lot of my symptoms were revolved around when I would eat. So for a long time, I thought that I had some food allergies. And one of the bigger ones that I thought that I had was a soy allergy. So 
I cannot tell you how many times I went to the grocery store, brought Frank with me, diving through ingredients, trying to find things that I could and could not eat in a desperate um, way to to just feel better. Um, And one of the things that stuck out the most to me that I was like utterly shocked how processed it is, is our bread. Okay. So forgive me, this is going to be a little long winded, but I really, really want to land this point here in terms of like why we need to start diving into the ingredients in our food, not just eating it because we think it's healthy. Okay. So like, here's an example. We're in the South, right? (laughs) Well, I'm in the South. Um, Everybody goes to Publix for their bakery, whether it's like deli items or um, cakes for a holiday party and their breads, right? So take a look. Well, I'm going to read through it and I am going to kibosh half the words that are actually in here, but listen to the ingredients that are actually in the Publix French bread. So we've got enriched flour, wheat flour, malted barley flour, niacin, reduced iron, thiamine monotrate, riboflavin, folic acid, water, salt, sugar, soybean oil yeast with sorbitan monosterate and abacorbic acid, (laughs) wheat flour, as corbic acid, enzymes, yellow cornmeal to prevent sticking, poppy seeds, sesame seeds, and soy lecithin. Okay, so that is a mouthful. A lot of things that I don't know what they are. <laughs> okay, and yes, public spread. It is not super high in calories, not super high in fat. It has the macro similar to what any bread might, right? But if you look at those ingredients, like that is a mouthful. There is a lot of crap in that bread, right? So versus the ingredients, I just made um, a loaf of fresh bread the other day here in my house. And the ingredients that I used were organic unbleached flour, yeast, salt, and sugar. That is it, okay? And my bread was freaking delicious. (laughs) It came out so good. It rose up. It was so squishy. I was dipping it in soup, all kinds of things, okay? So that both of those breads probably have the same exact um, macros and calories and things like that, but which bread do you think your body's going to respond better to? Definitely my homemade unbleached organic flour bread, right? Okay, so another one, protein supplements. And don't get me wrong, they they are definitely a tool. We can utilize them to help us on our journey. But like I mentioned, I was totally guilty of this. I relied on using things like protein shakes and protein supplements and bars and whatnot because I was all about hitting those protein goals. You know, bodybuilding 101, you have to eat a lot of protein. <laughs> okay, so Here's an example. So a lot of people, when I start working with them, they think that protein supplements are necessary, which like I said, they can be a tool, but they are not necessary. But we go for like the common ones, the ones you can find like pretty inexpensive at say Sam's Club or Costco or Walmart and things like that. One of the biggest ones that people typically end up trying and telling me that they're utilizing is muscle milk. Okay. So let me read the ingredients of this said muscle milk. Okay. 
We've got whey protein concentrate, milk protein isolate, isomaltoallogosaccharide, uh, calcium caseinate, non-dairy creamer, sunflower oil, maltodextrin, sodium caseinate, milk derivative, mono and diglycerides, tocopherols, sodium caseinate, alkalized, <laughs> alkalized cocoa powder, maltodextrin, canola oil, medium chain triglycerides, organic O fiber, natural and artificial flavors, calcium phosphate, less than 1% of potassium chloride, magnesium oxide, acyl sulfame potassium, absorbic acid, sucralose enzyme, modified cocoa butter, lactoferrin, cola calciferol, and vitamin A palpitate. I don't know about you guys, but that sounds gross. <laughs> okay, so those are the ingredients in your muscle milk. All right, and it has great macros. I've off the top of my head, I think it's got like 120 calories per serving. It's got your 20 grams of protein, not a lot of fats, not a lot of carbs, not a lot of sugars, right? Which is great. But, okay, take a look at the um, ingredients for the protein supplement that I now use nowadays. I swear by the company Naked Nutrition. I use their brown rice protein. Um, not that I can't have dairy. I just, I do like the brown rice uh, kind. I actually use their unflavored one. So the ingredients for my Naked Nutrition brown rice protein is, drumroll, organic sprouted whole grain brown rice protein. That's it. <laughs> okay. So again, same calories. It's got probably the same carbs, fats, proteins, but which one do you think your body's going to respond to better? All right. Um, last example, I'm going to use almond milk. I have a lot of people who like will switch to a non-dairy source for their milk. Um, and they're, they're like, oh, I switched to almond milk. I'm only doing almond milk in my coffee or my cereal or whatnot. Many people think it's a healthier choice. And yes, a lot of people do benefit from minimizing their dairy um, on it, on the search or the quest to um, lose some weight. So I, I condone you for making those cho choices, those changes, right? But one of the biggest examples or one of the most common sources of almond milk out there is a brand called Almond Breeze. Um, so let's read the ingredients there. The ingredients for Almond Breeze are almond milk, which is filtered water and almonds, but then we've got calcium carbonate, natural flavors, who knows what that is, sea salt, potassium citrate, sunflower lecithin, gelin gum, vitamin A palmitate, vitamin D2, and D-alpha tocopherol. Okay, so a lot of junk in there. All those things, those gums and stuff are made to kind of like thicken the almond milk up to make it creamy, to make you like it and make you buy more, right? So as I mentioned, I also don't, um, I minimize my dairy when I can. I, I do have dairy, but I do like to minimize it. I use almond milk as well in my coffee and cereals and things like that. But I use a brand called Almond Milk. So the ingredients for almond milk is filtered water, organic almonds, and Himalayan pink sea salt. 
So that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, no chemicals in there, no thickeners or gums and all things I can pronounce. I know what they all are. Same ingredients, uh, not same ingredients, same calories, same fats, same proteins, all the things, but one, your body is going to respond way better to it. Okay. So as I mentioned in the past, like I've learned a lot about this topic on my own personal health journey, dealing with the, uh, my leaky gut from mold toxicity and all that, these food sensitivities, these food allergies, I just couldn't pinpoint it. Um, so there was a point when I was at my total wit's end and I was trying to get to the bottom of why I'm feeling so crappy and I committed to a 28-day gut cleanse. So you guys know, everyone knows that I hate, hate, hate the word cleanse. Just like I hate the word diet, I do not agree with cleanses and quick fixes and all the things. I'm all about lifestyle change, but at this point, I was really struggling. I was really sick on a day-to-day basis, so I was willing to try anything. So for curiosity purposes, while I committed to this 28-day gut cleanse, um, I was logging everything that I ate in accordance with the cleanse guidelines. I was reading through all the ingredients, making sure I wasn't taking in any of the certain foods that I wasn't supposed to, to try to heal my gut, get me feeling better. And in conjunction, I was logging my food because I was curious to see how my body would respond with the amount of calories that I was taking in and the certain foods that I was taking in versus what I used to. So prior to starting this quote unquote gut cleanse, I had been religiously counting my calories. So like I I was steadily gaining weight for what felt like absolutely no reason in conjunction with not feeling good. Um, I was like tracking probably anywhere between 1300 to 1600 calories per day. And the scale kept going up. It would not budge. It wouldn't go down. So like I said, 1300 to 1500 calories, that's low, right? And mathematically, I should have been losing weight for sure. So when I went on this um, 28-day gut cleanse endeavor, I was actually tracking anywhere between like 2,500 and 28 calories per day. I couldn't believe it. So I was eating, I was eating super nutrient dense foods. So higher calorie, um, but they were all in their natural state, like no chemicals, no dairy, no gluten, all those things. And I was just eating foods as they naturally were and not trying to minimize my calories, but just eating to feel good and to follow the program. And like I said, there were some days I was close to 3,000 calories. But when I when I tracked and I followed everything, like remember, this is almost double the calories that I was taking in initially. Over the 28-day period, I actually lost six pounds during that time. So let me let me retrace that. <laughs> I was eating 1,300 to 1,500 calories per day. But I was eating probably more processed things, like trying to hit my protein numbers, desperate to get the scale to go down, et cetera. But then I switched gears to a month-long program of eating just nutrient-dense foods in their most natural states and illuminating all of the shit (laughs) from my diet. And I pretty much doubled my calories. And then the scale started going down. Okay. So this just kind of reiterates that it's not always 
what you're eating. Um, excuse me, I totally did not land that plane. It's not always how much you're eating is what you're eating. It's like where the calories are coming from. It's how your body's going to respond to it. And that is what I mean by real food equals real results. So this week, I encourage you guys to really dive into what's in your food. Go through your pantry. Oh my God your pantry can be a nightmare of processed ingredients. Go through there, turn everything around, read the labels, see what you can find. Another place that you can find a lot of scary things in the door of your refrigerator, okay? All those condiments that add up, the marinades, the ketchups, the mustards, the sauces, all that stuff, turn those labels around and see what's actually in those condiments that you have. Like I said, forget the calories, forget the grams, and focus on the ingredients and see what improvements you can make easily to your day-to-day without doing anything dramatic, especially if you're just starting out. Like, it can be very overwhelming with all of these products out there. Like, at the end of the day, try to remind yourself real food equals real results. If it doesn't have a label, it's definitely a good choice. And if it does, you want to make sure that you can read all those ingredients, you can pronounce them, you know what you're actually eating, despite what the calories content is in there. All right. If you guys have any questions, you can find me at Christy Langle on Facebook or Instagram, or feel free to email me at christylangle at gmail.com. And make sure to leave a review if you love this episode. And remember to hit that subscribe button for all your future episodes if you haven't already. Uh, 2023 is around the corner. So if you are gearing up to finally reach your health and wellness goals in the new year, make sure to apply for one-on-one forever balance coaching with yours truly at www.christylangle.com slash forever dash balance. One more time, christylangle.com slash forever dash balance. I'm now accepting applications and consultations for one-on-one coaching for the 2023 year. I only have a certain amount of spots that I'll be able to work one-on-one with come January. So if you're interested in getting started, make sure to book your consultation today. We will chat about your goals and our plans for the new year and how we can find the best balanced version of you. All right, guys. Can't wait to talk to you in two weeks. Everybody have an awesome rest of your day. Bye.